The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you've wanted to go behind the scenes with your favorite sports figure or entertainment personality, this is the show for you. Darnell has successfully bridged the gap between both and is ready to share his stories and his guest stories with you. Now, here's Darnell. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Outside the Spotlight. I am your host, Darnell Autry. I'm actually in the studio by myself today. I think uh, Jay Deezer is back in uh, Chicago, and hopefully he is not. Uh, burning up as much as we are here in uh, Phoenix. Man, it's been an absolute scorcher. 105, 111, 113. I mean, and, uh, you know, everybody likes to say, oh, it's a dry heat. But, you know, I, I'm i of the mind it doesn't matter if it's over 105 degrees dry or uh, a muggy. It, you're going to sweat. There's no doubt about it. And it is uncomfortable and it is extremely, extremely hot. But anyway, but as usual, I uh, hope JD's faring well. But as usual, I'd like to start out the show as always, uh, thanking my guy Grant, uh, doing a great job every week for us for uh, putting together these write-ups. And uh, uh, this week is no no exception. And again, thank you very much, Grant, for all your help. We appreciate it. Uh, again, we are still working on uh, giving you a raise, but, um, you know, that's in the works. We we still got to we we, we got to talk it out. We got we got to work that out. Uh, it, you know, we were going to start out with a recap of the comedy show because I didn't get a chance to go to it last week, and of course JD isn't here uh, on the show, so I guess we got to get right into uh, what's going on. Obviously, of course, the 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 big big stuff that happened the last uh, couple of days is the uh, the NBA draft. Uh, again, I, I have to admit that I watched some of it. I didn't watch all of it. <laughs> I, I just, I, I mean, again, I, I'm a fan. I love watching the finals. I love, I watched all the finals games this last year. I mean, I, I like it after All-Star Week. But before that, I mean, I kind of don't really, I really don't tune in that much. So, you know, but it's it's always good to see these guys, these young guys, 18, 19, 20 years old. You know, become instant millionaires. You know, I and I, and I want for them and I hope for them that they, uh you know, that they actually step up and, and, and become the stars that they want to be. But I have to admit, though, that when I was watching it, I, and maybe it's just me. Again, I, I don't pay attention to it that much. I'm not an expert. I don't I don't go, oh, well, you know, who took what or who did this, that, and the other. But I just got the sense this year that outside of uh, Davis, uh, and again, I <laughs> My sister will tell me to tell everybody, hey, uh, he should probably still do something about that unibrow. But, hey, if it works for him, it works for him. So, you know, rock it. But, you know, outside of Davis from Kentucky, he went number one to the Hornets, which, again, I'm I, I, I'm not I'm not quite completely sure how that's going to work. I mean, I was at a um, at one of the local pubs, and I was sitting there, and the guy was asking me, like, oh, who's going next and this, that, and the other. And I kind of was like, well, you know, I watched ESPN, and this is what they kind of said, and this is what, what they think. And, uh 
you know, the whole time I kept thinking, like, you know, the top four picks, all I kept thinking is you got the Hornets, Cavaliers, Kings, Warriors. I mean, I, I, it, it just seems like that's, I mean, I mean, I guess it's all drafts are, you know, the worst teams get the first picks and then, you know, so on and so forth. But I didn't, I didn't get the sense that there was outside of Davis, that there was any real stars in the draft. And again, I don't follow it. I mean, I like college basketball. I'm, I'm familiar. I'm not an expert. I wouldn't be able to say, oh, you know, it's a good thing this guy's 6'7 versus, you know, 6'5 uh, or whatever, because, you know, he can do this, that, and the other, and he can play different positions. Because again, I didn't play basketball. I'm, I'm, I'm not an expert. But I didn't get the hype or the sense that, uh, there was that many guys that are, that, that were, that are going to come into the draft this next year and, and really be, a standout, which I love to see. I, I love that. I love to see when guys get drafted really high and then they go to a team and, and they really show out and the team does really well based on, you know, their performance and they just sort of step up. I, I, I love that. I think that's, I think that's the point. I mean, I think that's what everybody wants. I mean, the guys that are, you know, the teams that are drafting them want that. The, the guys that are being drafted, they want to be stars, but it just felt like the media kind of wasn't, wasn't, Hyping anybody up in particular didn't kind of feel like, well, you know, and I'm, and I was just before the show, I was reading some of the, some of the, the, the grades and stuff. And I mean, even, even some of the teams that looked like they got A's and B's, you know, they even mentioned, well, you know, he's a good value pickup or, you know, he probably won't be a star like the, uh, Gilchrist, uh, uh, whatever his name is, Gilchrist, whatever, uh, you know, he was like, well, you know, he's, he's a good value pick. He's a, he's a rangy guy, but you know, he's probably not going to be a star. And I, and I got the sense that that's the way all the, the, the picks felt like to me. Uh, I think Davis is going to be a big pick. I think he's good. I think he's a great pick, but again, you're still at the Hornets. And I always, I always think like, you know, basketball is that game where you go somewhere else and you kind of prove yourself and do your thing. And then you finally end up on a good team because you want to win a championship and you're tired of playing at the Hornets and Cavaliers and Kings and Warriors. You know, they end up going to the bigger teams. They end up going to the Brooklyn Nets or, or they go to Boston or they end up at Dallas or, or the Lakers or whatever. And so I, I, I think basketball is kind of, it, it seems like it's kind of set itself up to be like, well, you know, these guys are great picks. It's, you know, and they're going to be groomed and hopefully by the you know by year four or five these guys will be really big stars and they'll be part of big blockbuster deals and they'll go to a team where they can actually win a championship you know very rarely do i see you know a guy you know come out of of the draft and i guess you know i guess i mean other than maybe i mean hockey i guess i guess crosby came out and was a was a huge hit and uh, i guess this guy bruce harper or um Bryce Harper is a big deal out of, uh, I think he's at Nationals, whatever, baseball. Uh, but even that, I mean, they still took, took a couple of years to, I mean, Harper took a couple of years in, in, uh, to, to get up to the majors. I, I, I don't know. I just, I just feel like these guys, we'll see what these guys do come three or four years. You know, they, they'll have a great first year because they'll, but I think with a lot of these guys with the amount of games, you know, I hear a lot of talk about, well, they hit, they hit the rookie wall. Especially in basketball. I mean, cause basketball, I mean, we, what, in a, in a college season, you, you have 20 games, but now in the pros, you've, you've quadrupled that. I think what you got, 80 games or something like that. So they hit a rookie wall. And so, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I, I, I'm excited for them. I'm happy for them. I know they've been partying, uh, this, these last two or three days and they should. They've earned it. You know, I thought that, uh, when I watched, uh, the draft and I saw the kid Robinson and he's got a great story about, his 
little sister and I think his mom passes away and then he, he kind of picked the school based on and brought her. She's now with her father, but he really takes care of her and whatever. And they showed a great, it was a great scene where, you know, he was drafted and he was crying and, you know, he was hugging his sister and it was really touching and really good. And, and I think he's going to be a good pro too because I think physically he's already there. I think physically he's a strong kid. I think he's, he's a, he's a, a definitely a, um, a hustle guy. So I think, I think he can, you know, I think he's going to make a, a, you know, do pretty well, but I don't, I get, I don't think it's going to happen in the next year or two. I think it's probably going to be three or four years. And I think that's, I think that's just maybe the nature of basketball, you know? And I, I guess it, it would be interesting to go back and look at the draft when like some of the people that we know now, you know, when they came out, uh, you know, how, how the media felt about them, you know, when Shaq came out, when Jordan came out, when Kobe Bryant came out. I know we know what, what it was when LeBron came out, but I don't really, I mean, I remember when Kobe came out because he was a high schooler and it was a big deal and they, you know, they made a big deal of it. And I think they make, they made a bigger deal about high school kids than they did bigger than they did about the college kids just because you had to be such a phenom to go from high school to go into the pros. So, you know, I, I just didn't get the sense, but it'd be interesting to go back and see you know, what the media was like, what people were saying about picks, you know, obviously, you know, uh, whether or not a, a pick is successful in, in any sport, I guess, you know, is always uh, 20-20 hindsight, right? So you draft a kid and, you know, five years down the line, you look back and go, wow, that was a terrible draft because he didn't work out, or wow, that was an incredible draft because now this guy is the man, you know, or, you know, he is exactly what everybody thought he was, and, you know, he's a, um, sounded like the guy from, uh, <laughs> what is it, Dennis Green, we are who they thought they were. Uh, no, but, you know, it, it'd be interesting just to go back and just see, okay, you know, number four got picked this year, and it took him four or five years before he actually became a, a, a star, so to speak, in this league. And and the other part of it, the other stuff that I saw, I, I got a chance. I mean, I, it looked like some of the guys didn't look like they were all that pleased. I mean, some of the guys either they were really composed or really just in shock or or what. They just kind of like, yeah, well, you know, you know, it's great. I feel excited, you know, whatever. And, and, I, and I don't know if it was just the, the moment was big or, or I don't know if it was the the question that was asked. I, I don't know. I just didn't get the sense out of this year's draft that the media was as excited about the group and i guess there was you know they were trying to they were clinging to a couple of stories the you know the kentucky team who you know i guess they all had you know top the five starters were slated to go from like first all the way to like the top 40 they were all going to be top 40 and i guess that didn't happen so that was kind of like oh wow but you know again i i i i didn't think that the that the stories and the hype around this year's uh, uh, basketball was, was that big. I, 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 I mean, there was a couple, and another stories that we, that, that were interesting, uh, I guess out of it was, you know, Austin Rivers, uh, Doc Rivers' son, the coach of Celtics, you know, he goes number 10 to the, to the Hornets, which again, now the Hornets got Rivers and they got, uh, Davis. But I guess that, you know, of course, Boston was a little bit upset because they wanted to, you know, pick him. That'd be kind of cute to have his dad coach him, whatever. I don't know how his dad would have felt about that, but, you know, and he's a good shooter, and I think he's a great athlete. He's a young guy. I think he's a freshman. I think he was a one-and-done kid. So it'll be interesting to see because, you know, his son is, you know, his dad is Doc Rivers, so that'll be interesting. Jared Jared Sullinger, Jared Sullinger goes to Boston. Now, I don't, I, don't, I don't fully understand 
uh, the pick again. I'm, I, I qualify all of this by saying I am not a basketball specialist, but I know that he's a he's a hustle guy and he's a scorer. But I, I, I get, it comes out that he's got a bad back. And I was just reading an article earlier for, on uh, Yahoo Sports that basically said, well, you know, worst case scenario, he has to have major back surgery and he's out all of this year. <laughs> like, wow, that's 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 a big pick. At 21, for someone that may have to have back surgery and be out for the whole year, I mean that's that's a big risk. Although I will say that their other pick, that Fab Mello, he's a seven footer from Syracuse. I like that pick for him. I think that's a great pick for him. I know that KG reported this week, or uh, Doc Rivers came out this week and said, well, he's going to come back for another season, which is good. I mean, he's 36, uh, which is not old, by the way. I guess you know, in, in basketball years, you probably. 45 and football years you're like 52 or something but no it, it you know 36 ain't old in the real world but in the sporting world i guess you're getting you're, you're definitely getting up there so i understand that they had to make moves and that and you know it, it makes sense uh another notable pick for the bulls uh bulls get the uh the point guard from kentucky they get that marquise teague which at 29 which which is good because again rose is still going going through his uh rehab so you know that'll help support that. But again, you know, I, this this wall, I think this wall is pretty big. I mean, you know, you, you're multiplying their games by you know three or four times the amount of games they, they're used to playing. They hit a wall, and maybe that's that. Maybe that's the right timing. Maybe you know he comes out and he you know supports the team and gets in and out and sort of fills a little bit of the gap while Rose gets rehabbed. And apparently he's ahead of rehab schedule. So if he can get through that. You know, get there sooner, and this guy can fill in and 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 really fill it up. I mean, I think it it, it could be a great pick. But again, as all draft picks go, you know, you don't know until you know a year, two, three years down the line, where you look back and go, oh man, you know, we should have got this guy or should have got that guy. But that's the beauty of sports, and I always say this all the time: the beauty of the sports is this is happening right now. You know, you, what are you going to do right now, hero or zero, right here, right now? And 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 I love that about sports, and and it's no different. It's no different with the draft picks. It's no different with you know any draft picks, any any sport, uh, basketball, hockey, football. I mean, these guys, you you know, you look back on them five years from now, and you go, what have they done for us right now? You know, that's you're judged by what you're doing right now. And so, draft, we'll see. We will absolutely see. And I I tend to I tend to uh, you know. Temper my uh, my picks again for that very reason because I know that it's going to take him a couple two three years to to get in the swing of things and get caught up. So we're going to take a break. We'll get into other uh, sporting news. Um, we'll be right back. Voice America, Darnell Autry, OTS. flagship station for sports voice america sports are you a real sports fan get ready to talk football and anything else sports with kwame lassiter formerly with the arizona cardinals san diego chargers and st louis rams kwame's got the experience so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on kwame lassiter's sports talk it's on the voice america sports network every tuesday at 9 a.m pacific time noon eastern time get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports that's kwame lassiter's sports talk on the voice america sports network 
Kevin Lewis has been a student of the game his entire life, from Little League to the NFL. Tune in Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on Voice America Sports. Hustling with K. Lewis. It's not where you start, it's how you finish. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Darnell at DarnellAutry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. And we're back. Thank you very much, Felicia. I appreciate that. Uh, uh, staying in basketball really quickly, another uh, draft pick of note, uh, Draymond Green, Michigan State's finest. He goes to Golden State at number 35, so we'll see how it goes that. Uh, basketball, Olympic basketball, I think our team our team just kept keeps getting hits. Um, Wade is not playing this year, Bosch is not playing this year, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that we can come up with uh, two or three guys that can fill that spot. I'm pretty sure, and I and I guess it's a it's a different kind of game. And I've watched a few of the games, and it's and it's, it's weird, I guess, because the basketball looks weird. I I don't know, maybe it's because they look foreign. I don't know. It just looks weird to me when I watch Olympic basketball. You know, they can take it off the rim and all that stuff. I don't, I mean, I don't know all the rules, but it just it just it looks like a strange game to me. Anyway, moving on to other sports. Um, man, man, UFC. Anderson Silva is fighting Sonnet. Again, this uh, this weekend, I think he's fighting him tomorrow, and he Anderson Silva again from the last fight. They battled, they they brawled. Sonnet hurt him for the first time, put him on the mat. Uh, you know, he was on the ground, getting grounded and pounded, and blah blah blah. And Sonnet made a mistake, and it is in the fifth round. He made a mistake, and 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 Anderson Silva, you know. Put him in one of them triangles or whatever them the whatever triangle that was with his legs and and put him to sleep, uh, but this time, I mean Silva's coming out. He's vowing to break teeth, arms and legs. Uh, they fight no actually they so they don't fight this actually they fight on the the seventh of July. He vows to break arms, teeth and legs. Now again I, I've talked a decent amount about. UFC on the show, and I have to say that I absolutely. You're either you're either in two categories when you look at this UFC stuff, right? You're either a a huge fan and you love it and you're watching all the fights and you just love it. You think it's a great sport, or b you just go listen. This is just too 
violent. These dudes are too hardcore. I don't like to see people get knocked out. I don't like to see people get kicked in the head and the face and all that stuff and all the blood or whatever. And I'm a, I, I love it. I absolutely love it. I have the utmost respect. I mean, not only do you have to know how to box and throw punches and, and defend, but you also have to know how to wrestle and you also know how to, have to know how to get out of submissions and you know how to put the submissions on. I mean, it's, it's a very technical, athletic, aggressive, tough, tough, tough sport. It really is. And, and, and I love it for that, that very reason. I love it for the different matchups. I love it when, you get guys that are trained in one style and another guy training in another style and you, you pit them together. It's kind of like who would win in a fight, you know, Bruce Lee or Chuck Norris or, you know, <laughs> who would win Steven Seagal or John Claude Van Damme, which I know John Claude probably can't really fight, but I, I, but I get it. You know what I mean? You, you, it's that kind of feel for me. It gets a chance. You get a chance to really pit different styles against each other. And, and I tell people all the time, like, you know, I go out and I hang out and I, and I like going to the bars and having a good time or whatever. And, you know, I haven't been in a fight in my life. I just, I, I have never been in a fight. It's just not been my style. I'm a lover, not a fighter. I, I tend to work my, my, you know, I turn to, uh, talk it out, you know, let's, let's, let's do a drink and let's move on, let's do a shot and move on. Cause that, you know, I, I'm just not, I, that's not me. You know, I'm not, I'm not an overly aggressive guy, but I'll tell you what, the way that this this UFC thing is spread and the, the amount of people that watch this, I mean, there are some people out in the bars right now that could really, really, really hurt you bad. You know, you may be talking smack to a guy that you think is smaller than you that don't look quite as athletic as you are or whatever, and you might end up getting your arms wrapped around your head and put to sleep in a bar. You know, I mean, that, you just don't know now. You you have no idea. You have no idea what anyone knows. I I watch Anderson Silva. I watch him fight. I've watched most of his fights. I haven't said I wouldn't say that I watched all of them, but I've watched most of his fights. And I gotta tell you, you know, he's he's probably six two, six two, six three, kind of a lean, kind of lanky kind of guy. You know, ball headed. So you kind of like, eh. so if you saw him in a bar, in a you know, in a polo or a button up, you might not be like, you might be like, eh, this dude is soft. You know, he's skinny, tall, skinny. He ain't got nothing. And I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, that'll be the biggest mistake of your life. I mean, and, and not that, not that I, you know, not that Anderson Silver is the kind that would be at a bar or whatever that would knock knock you out or hit you or whatever because he's a train guy. But you know. You know, some dudes just getting, you know, getting to the bar and have a few drinks and can't quite turn the mouth off. And, you know, this girl standing there and maybe her friends are watching and, you know, he gets to, you know, John and Anderson Silva's like, nah, I'm good. I don't, I don't need to fool with you right now. It's cool. You just leave me alone. All right. Let me get you a drink or whatever. He's like, nah, nah, nah. I don't need no drink. You know, he don't know who this dude is. Anderson Silva's like, and again, I don't think Anderson Silva really speaks English that well. So, um, I'm, I'm interpreting what he would say if he was, if he spoke English. Uh, you know, nah, I'm good. You know, let's just get out of here. We're going to leave. Let me, we're going to leave. And then the dude's like, nah, nah, you ain't going nowhere. And then after that, that's a wrap. Cause, you know, you gave him no other option but to literally break your face in for you. You know? So guys, I'm telling you, be careful out there. Be careful. And if you're trained, Please be careful because just because you train doesn't mean you may not run into somebody else that may not be that they may be trained as well. You know, they may they may they may know exactly what you do and then some. And the scarier part of that is even if you are trained and you know how to do what you do in the state of Arizona, there's a lot of people that wander around here with guns. 
So I don't care what kind of uh, karate you know. I don't know. I don't care what kind of Brazilian jiu-jitsu you do or don't know. You you get shot. That's <laughs> that's that. So just 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 be careful. Just be mindful out there, folks. Take care of yourself. Be careful, ladies. If you guys are hothead, tell them to chill out for a bit, because you know you don't want to see him get beat up, and more importantly, you don't want him to hurt anybody else either. So. Let's just, let's just, let's just all get along. You know, let's just all just get along. Uh, all right, moving on to other stuff. Um, let's see here. So Anderson Silva says he's going to break somebody's neck. That's good. Uh, or break his arms. That's not good, but oh, Olympic, Olympic news, Olympics coming up. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about that. I have this, I have this, this life bucket list of things that I want to do and I really, really, uh, the Olympics are on, on are on my list. Not the winter, because you know the cold is not not for me. But the Summer Olympics, it's on my list. And preferably, I'd like to do the Summer Olympics in like another country, you know, and really just take it all in and and be a part of the events and see different things. And so, I'm a huge fan, huge fan of Olympic uh, Summer Olympics, you know, gymnastics and uh, if that is a Summer Olympic sport. Uh, I love, love, love track and field. That's 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 my favorite. I really love it. I love to see uh, uh, guys really just. I, I like to see who's fast out there. It's just it, it blows my mind, you know. That here I am. I think I'm, you know, back in the day I thought I was pretty pretty fast, but man, these guys are super duper fast. Uh, some Northwestern love and note. Our uh, Northwestern grad Matt. Uh, Grievers, he qualifies for the U.S. Olympics, uh, swimming team. Um, he win, he won the 100 meet, 100, the 100 backstroke at the Olympic trials. Uh, he, what happened? What happened? He had the, swarm the second fastest time ever. So he swam the, the second fastest time ever in the 100 meter, uh, backstroke. So go you and you. Let's see it, Matt. Do it up. That's awesome. That is really, really awesome. Uh, he's also trying to qualify for the 100 free. Of course, you know, he's got that dude he's going to have to face, uh, Michael Phelps. Uh, Michael Phelps is swimming in eight events for the U.S. Uh, I think, I think it goes like if he gets all those and he's like the all time, uh, uh, medal winner or something like that. And he also said, I guess, Right before the Olympics, yeah, I think he said he's going to retire after these Olympics as well. I mean, again, you win all the medals. I mean, what what else? How many medals do you need? And it's really not real gold. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, how many how many gold plated medals do you need? I mean, you've you've clearly proven that you are flat out the most dominant swimmer out there. I don't know if he's chasing the record. I'm, I'm guessing he, he may, but I mean, how many gold plated medals do you need? I mean, I get it. It's an accomplishment. You represent the, the, the country and, and, and our dominance, and, and that's awesome, and I'm, and I'm full of the old American pride for that. But, man, I get it. You know, you have went, you've went you know, 30 medals. I mean, that's that. <laughs> that's it. Nothing else to prove. Uh, again, back to the Olympic basketball. Oh, turns out there's more than just Wade and Bosch out. Of course, D. Rose is not playing. Dwight Howard's not playing. But, again, I'm pretty comfortable I'm pretty comfortable that we could fill those spots in with some with some studs that can go out and, and show up and 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 be competitive and be dominant like we always have been uh, in in basketball. And 
uh, just FYI, the Summer Olympics, they start July the 27th, and this year they are in London. So, again, I, 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 it's on my bucket list. I'm going to the Olympics, Summer Olympics, somewhere in some other country. Uh, I can't say that I will be there with my face painted. Uh, not sure I'm going to go that hard. I'm not going to be running around with an American flag on my back. But, hey, if the moment grabs me, you know, if the moment takes me, then who knows? Who knows? But I'm just going to be taking it in. Uh, another thing that's, that, that, that's on my list is, and, and, and I bring it up because the Euro games, the Euro Cup, which is soccer, uh, the European uh, Soccer Cup, I think they do that every two years, and then they do the World Cup every four years. So the, the European, I mean, they got so many different cups and tournaments and things, which I love. I think it's awesome. I, I, I am all about uh, those national uh Competitive sports, I think it's really cool. I think it's it's a nice way to to have national pride and and really root for a team or root for a country. And I think that's I think that's awesome. So uh, the Euro Cup, I guess, uh, and it, it turns out it's it's Italy versus Spain, and I guess Spain won it last year. So Italy upset Germany uh, two scores uh, by uh, I guess it's uh, Bella Bella Tony. What's his name? Belletti, I don't know. First of all, he's a he's a black dude that plays on uh, Italy, so that's all I know. He's actually from, I think he's from Nigeria or somewhere like that, but he became a national citizen there. But he scored, he scored uh, uh, two goals, uh, beat Germany. Uh, so they're facing um, Spain. Spain won it last year, so this will be the first time ever that anybody repeats. So. I, I love it. I think I think it's great. And again, my sister hates you. She's like, oh, guess what happened in soccer again? Nothing. <laughs> she watches the game like, oh, wait, that's weird. Nothing happened. You know, she just thinks it's weird running back and forth, chasing the ball, and then to not score goals. It's She's like, it's just really boring. But I, I love it. I think it's great. I think these guys are some of the best athletes in the world. Uh, I think they're some of the quickest athletes in the world just using half your body, which is, I think it's, it's amazing. Absolutely amazing. But on my bucket list is I do want to go see a World Cup. That I do want to do along with the Olympics. I'd love to go there. Again, not sure that I'll be painting my face and all that, but again, I want to take it in. I want to get caught up in the, in the, in the hype and in the magic and, and, and really have a life experience and taking photos and all that stuff. So yeah. It, that's also on the bucket list. So we're going to take a break. We're going to take another break. And when we get back, uh, we'll get a little bit more into some more sports, maybe do some baseball. I guess Derek Jeter's got some stuff going on, maybe get into some entertainment stuff. We'll be back. Darnell Autry, Voice America, OTS. to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports tune in to a show about making a comeback and what really goes on behind the scenes with your favorite athletes and beyond listen for the comeback radio show with tony farmer a lot of people believe what they read on the internet hear and see in the media and on the news we're going to give our guests the chance to tell the real story without the extra hype it's not just sports, although that will be a focal point of the program. We'll also look at the world of celebrities, music, modeling, and more. Listen every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Sports. 
Play ball! If you're looking to talk baseball, even in the offseason, look no further than the King's Corner Talking Baseball with former World Series champion Jim Lairitz. Jim's known for a rather controversial stance during his show. He's brutally honest and ready to talk with current and former players, owners, and other key figures to bring you baseball from an insider's view. You won't want to miss a single episode. The King's Corner, Talking Baseball with Jim Lairitz is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neill. He's at the shot. Got it with 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Darnell at DarnellAutry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. And we are back. Uh, some baseball news. Uh, usually I don't, I don't really get into baseball, but it is the season and it's coming up on the, uh, I think it's coming up on the All-Star break too. So I think it's, uh, I think it's right about time again. Same, same thing with basketball, same with baseball. You know, I don't really start really honing in on baseball. You know, I have my favorites. You know, I have some teams that I like to watch and, and players that I like to root for, but, you know, I don't really, really start paying attention to, you know, What's going on until after, you know, after the fantasy, oh, after fantasy, after the uh, all-star break, uh, then I start really paying attention and find out who's doing what and, you know, cause I guess the cream rises to the top and it's gonna be, and then, you know, getting to see the, the bigger popular teams, you know, if they're struggling to, to get back into prominence, if they're not struggling to, to stay there. So it's, it, it gets pretty exciting. So, uh, baseball news though, uh, Derek Jeter ties, uh, Kyle Ripken at 13th on all-time hits list. Um, I think he's, Pete Rose has the record at 4,256. Uh, and I think Jeter's at, uh, 3,184. Uh, and he's 38 years old. And I'm, I'm always, I'm always impressed with, uh, with Derek Jeter because I, I feel like he's one of those guys that, uh, he, he just plays. You know, I mean, his, his, I know his production numbers have fallen off. I know his athleticism has fallen off. But I, I'll tell you what, uh, you know, for 38 years old to be the captain of probably the biggest baseball team in the country at, in the world at the Yankees, I mean, and, and been there for so long and to hold that position, I mean, I think that's, I think that's amazing. And, you know, the other part of it is that whether you love the Yankees or you absolutely positively hate them uh there's always always and i talked to a lot of my friends who are big uh, red sox fans and they're big mets fans and they're big d-backs fans and all of them no question Derek jeter is first ballot hall of famer they respect him they like the way he does things um i i have rarely seen any real controversy around him anything surrounding him i mean he's he's a small guy uh but he but he shows up and he and he plays you know he just he he does it seems to be he seems to do things 
the right way. And, you know, you always root for a guy like that on top of the fact that, you know, he's, he's a decent looking dude. So, you know, the ladies love him. And so he, you know, he gets a lot of attention and he's dated some stars, which I think is, that's awesome. And I, and I always, always love to hear that. I always love to hear when, um, you know, sports stars date other stars because I think it's just kind of cool because, and again, I, I said this probably a year ago when I first started the show and, and kind of why I really wanted to do the show is because I feel like that it's all entertainment. It's all, it's all the same thing, but it's a different form of art, right? I mean, I think football players, basketball players, baseball players, they're all athletes, but that's their art, right? They play in front of a lot of people and a lot of people watch and everybody has their own way and their own style within this art. I think it's no different than, than a movie star. You know, there's tons of movie stars out there, but they all have their own styles. They have their own things that, that make them individual and make them, make them good at what they do. Same with, you know, uh, bands and singers. I mean, again, they, they all have their own style. They all have their own thing, the thing that makes them special. They can do certain things that other, others can't. And, and I, and, and I just like to, and I think that it's all art. All of it is art. They're all artists. So when I, so when I hear baseball players dating actresses and football players dating you know, hockey player, uh, hockey players, football players dating volleyball players or, uh, you know, dating singers and, and, you know, uh, movie stars wanting to be baseball. I mean, I, I just think it's great. I think it's, I think it only adds to the creative pot. I think it only opens up, uh, uh our minds as, as fans to go, wow, that must be really cool. You know, uh, you know, uh, what's in the A-Rod's dating, um, uh, what's her name? I don't. I can't think of the girl's name off the top of my head now. She's an actress. Uh, Shalise Theron. It's not her. It's uh, Cameron Diaz, right? So he's dating Cameron Diaz. So you know, as fans, we're like, wow, I'd love to be him. Not just because he's an awesome baseball player, but man, he's also dating Cameron Diaz. And the lady's like, God, it's so great. Cameron Diaz is so amazing, but she's also dating A Rod. So I love those. I love. I love when that happens. I do like. I still. I. I I do. I genuinely like that Kim Kardashian and Kanye West are a thing. Now, whether or not it's legitimate, I I don't know. I, I nor do I care. Really, I mean, you know, if they if they legitimately are a couple and they love being, I mean, I know that uh, Kanye guess has been friends of the family for so long, and uh, I guess there's rumors going around that him and him and Kim were having an affair when. When she married Chris and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, whatever. I mean, they, they have just as much right to be unhappy and scandalous and, and, and underhanded as the rest of us, which is great. Uh, you know, you reap what you sow. Same in the real world. You know, I think it's, it's just magnified and heightened. I don't think that, you know, the divorce rate among stars or anyone famous. Speaking of that, you know, Tom Cruise and, 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 Katie Holmes, they just announced that they are pretty much done. And again, when I heard it, I heard it this morning, I'm like, oh, that's shocking. Cause I'm really not. I mean, I'm, I'm really not that surprised. I've, I have, uh, resigned myself to think that the divorce rate among stars is pretty much relative to the divorce rate of us regular folks. And the only difference is, is that they can afford to get a divorce sooner than later. You know, us regular folks have to go through the process because some of us may not be able to afford a good attorney, attorney. So we have to wait 
<laughs> you know, our divorces, they, they take longer, you know, than, than the stars do. And, you know, of course, we're not ready to jump right back into getting married because we don't have any more money. Because the real world folks, you know, when they get divorced, they lose it. I mean, they lose all of it. You know, the stars, you know, they may take a hit, 10, 15, $20 million hit, but they're still rich. You know, we take a hit and we are broke and we are definitely not thinking about have, marrying again and we're certainly not interested in uh, having any more kids and we certainly don't want to adopt anybody and we, you know, we just need some alone time to figure ourselves out, you know. So, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not of the mind when I see the stars that, you know, get divorced or whatever. And I'm going, oh, wow, you know, divorce rate in Hollywood is awful. I mean, the divorce rate just in the in the country is just is just awful. So, you know, I, I don't I don't I don't hold that against them that they want to, you know, date their own kind and their own kind. I mean, rich and famous, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, 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 I guess it makes sense. I mean, I, I think we all tend to want to date people that are like-minded and people that are that are you know, sort of our equal if not a little higher than we are um i don't know many people that like to divorce that like to date down but you know it happens but you know you want to date like-minded people and you know I, I i i don't know i'm not famous but I, I i get the sense that if i was famous you know i probably would want to date somebody else that understands being famous you know that that has money that, you know, can support themselves and, uh, you know, can understand that, oh, you know, I'm Pavarazzi's everywhere and I got to do all these films and I got to travel and, you know, I'm doing, you know, producing everywhere around the world. And, you know, hopefully this person gets it and this person understands and wants to be a part of it and can support it. But at the same time, have her own thing where she doesn't feel like, well, she now just living for me or, you know, supporting my career solely. So, you know, I, I get it. I get it. You know, and I guess, you know, we're, you know, the, the, the rich and famous, as I've always said, and we actually, we actually got, you know, warned of this when we first got drafted in the NFL is that, you know, we're, we're, we're easy targets. You know, we're easy targets. And if this other person has money, then you don't have to worry about this person only dating you because you have money, because they also have money as well. They also have a career as well. Now, maybe they don't have a career as nice as yours. Maybe they're not as big a star as you are, but they get it. I mean, they understand it. They have some experience with it. So, you know, I, I don't know. I, I am no expert in that, you know, relationships by no stretch of the imagination. But I, I, I got to think that. You know, if I was if I was famous or if, you know, a female was famous, would she want to date, you know, Drew who works at uh, at Walmart? I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe 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 he maybe she would. But I don't know how Drew would feel, you know, dating someone famous who's on the cover of all these magazines and travels all over the place and has options and choices. And that may or may not be better than you who works at Walmart. I I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I, I think I think love can be a funny thing. But not that funny. <laughs> I think that's. I think that's. A, I mean, that's a. That's a mean stretch. You know, where someone because inevitably when people are like, oh, so who's who's so and so dating? And if you know the the media doesn't know them, people go, um, I don't know. It's some some nobody or some some dude. And it's sad. It really is sad because 
you know, there's some people out there that like, like you, like I just said, you know, love is funny. They just like, they, they grew up with this guy, this girl. She's famous. She's a famous singer. She grew up with this guy. He's her first love. And, you know, he wants to, you know, they want to be together, but you know, her manager and agents, like you got to do traveling, you got to do all this stuff. And he's like, I just want a family. And she's like, well, I don't know. And so, I mean, it, it you know, and the, and then the media gets on her like, I don't know who's this guy. This guy's a zero. He's you know not worthy. What about this other famous guy? Because the media loves to see stars together too. So you know, I can't imagine that it would be easy. You know, I I I, I can't. But yet I digress and ramble on and on and on. But uh, I I do like when stars you know date each other. Uh, I do think that there is something touching to stars wanting to date. You know, high school sweethearts and old flames and things that are not famous. I do think that's awesome as well. I know that the pressure and stress on that is really, really tough. But, you know, I mean, you know, to each their own. To each their own. Um, hmm. Any more baseball? Yeah. So I guess this Mets, these, the Mets got some guy named R, uh, R.A. Dickey who uh, throws a knuckleball. He's got some great command on it. I was watching him play a couple of nights ago. Or I was watching the Mets game. I guess they were talking about him a couple of nights ago, and apparently he's got more velocity on it, which means he throws it harder. But it's, uh, you know, most knuckles just drop out with they're very slow. This one has some velocity on it. Apparently, it's a the new and improved knuckle. I guess I don't. <laughs> I guess that's excuse me. I guess that's what you call it. But uh, he's doing really well. The Mets are Mets are loving him. Uh, so. Uh, yeah. Wish him the luck. I, you know, again, Mets have kind of been, you know, second rate to to the Yankees and second rate to Boston. So, you know, I kind of, I always, I always root for the dog. So, you know, uh, hopefully he 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 holds up and the Mets ride that out and make it interesting and you know, underdogs get some love and <laughs> you know, get Mets fans out there that are, or and, and new Mets fans, people that start wearing the Mets thing, you know, because there's a lot of front runners out there, but. You know, who knows? Who knows? Uh, and I guess, what else do we got going here? Hmm. Uh, Dodgers signed some Cuban defector. Pug? Pug? To a seven-year? I don't know how that works. I don't, I don't, I don't know how that works. I think that's really weird. It's really strange that, cause that's something I don't really think about. I don't really think about like, oh, you know, someone, someone defected from another country and cause, you know, what, they had to flee and save themselves, and it just seems so old world, you know, that you have to flee your country because it's so hardcore. But I guess, you know, a wake up call. Yes, it still exists. So yeah, so this guy Pugue from uh, from Cuba defected. So anyway, we're gonna take a break. Uh, we're gonna come back, wrap this thing up with some uh, entertainment stuff, uh, box office stuff. What's coming up next? Um, we'll be back. Darren Autry, Voice America, OTS. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. 
Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, or even lawnmower racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster to work to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry. Your front row seat to the world of racing. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Be there or get a DNF. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and then move oh, on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. <laughs> You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Darnell at DarnellAutry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. And we are back. So I figured I'd close this show out with a little bit of uh, entertainment news and whatnot that's going on. Um, I don't always get enough. Uh, I don't always get an opportunity to cover this stuff. So I figured I'd I'd give it a little love for it today. Uh, so apparently, Ann Curry is getting replaced from the Today Show. Uh, her replacement is a lady by the name of. Uh, uh, Savannah uh, Guthrie is her replacement. Savannah Guthrie. Uh, I guess she used to be on the show. She used to do like the third hour. Uh, what about how much really? I'm just reading this little quick little story. Um, yeah, this Savannah Savannah Guthrie. She used to be. She used to do the third hour part of the show. I, and some great interesting stuff about her is that she's uh, actually in Arizona. She grew up in Arizona. Uh, went to uh, Amphitheater High School. Um, she uh, she was in the same graduating class with Michael Bates at Anthem. Uh, she went to University of Arizona. So now she's going to be taking over for Ann Curry. I know that it's it's strange. I think that I was reading. I was listening on the radio that apparently. She's still on the show, and they still got to work out how they're going to buy out Anne's three-year deal because she's only year one of of three years. So, you know, Savannah, you know, Savannah's still doing her show. Uh, she's still doing part. Of, she's still part of the show, but now she's going to be Anne's replacement, which is which is really strange because I'm sure it's kind of got to be some kind of tension to it. I'm like, oh, yeah, well. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I wanted to watch and see if there was some kind of snide little things happening, but I you know I didn't. <laughs> um, Aaron Andrews, which is hardcore. Uh, Aaron Andrews, ESPN uh, commentator, gorgeous, lovely gal. She actually was in that that big controversy about a guy peeping Tom or whatever. Um, she leaves. Um, she's leaving ESPN, and apparently there's a whole lot of suitors out there that want her. Uh, Fox and, and, and NBC and CBS and, 
uh, all those all those guys. I mean, and they should. I mean, they should. She's she's really really talented. She's great to look at. She's really personable. Uh, she does some great things. So I, you know, and not to mention she's a lovely lovely woman. And again, I don't want to, you know. <laughs> I, I didn't see the pictures of the peeping Tom because they blurred it out, but I'm sure they were awesome. Uh, of course, as I said, Tom Cruise and um, Katie Holmes, they split. And I don't know why I thought they had 13 kids together, but apparently they only have one. And uh, they only have one kid, and I guess Tom has a lot of adopted ones with uh, Nicole Kidman. So that should be a relatively easy split. Um, Charlie Sheen, uh, sets a major record. Uh, I guess it's, it's anger management thing, uh, is coming out. I'm sure a lot of people want to see that, obviously, as he's, you know, as a big controversy, he flew out of, uh, two and a half men. So everybody's going to see what the, uh, I guess it delivers some, some pretty big numbers for this anger management show. Uh, I have not seen it. Uh, I don't know that I will see it. I mean, I might check it out once or twice, but I just, I don't know. I don't know. There's something about him. It's, it's a very, he's, he's a very strange guy. He's a very, very strange guy. He's not weird like, like Grant weird, but he's just a strange guy because I think he's got a lot of money and power and he's been through a lot and, you know, I, I don't know. I think there's definitely something going on. Um, not that, again, thank you, Captain Obvious. <laughs> not, not that I'm telling anybody any inside stuff to be like, wow, did he just say that? Yeah, I mean, not that anybody else didn't already know that. But, yeah. So, I, I, yeah, I think it's a, I think he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a strange dude. So I, I probably will check it out at least once and see what's happening. Uh, few movies, uh, that are, that, that are top three in the entertainment world. Uh, brave. I think my sister and niece saw it. A few coworkers saw it as well. They really loved it. They thought it was really, really cute. Um, some people were like, eh, it's not as great as it used to, as, as they thought it would be. Uh, Madagascar 3. Uh, I heard that was awesome. I heard that was funny. Uh, I think my niece and, and sister saw that as well. They really enjoyed that. That's number two. Uh, number three, and again, I, I'm intrigued because I, I, I don't, I, I'm not quite sure I, I, I harness or grasp the, uh, uh, the concept. But, uh, Abraham Lincoln, uh, vampire hunter. So apparently, uh, Abraham Lincoln, before he became president or i'm guessing and, and this is my guess because i haven't seen it my guess is, is this vampire thing is what actually pushed him to prominence to then become president he's a vampire slayer kind of guy um but again apparently and again there's some people that saw it that said it wasn't that terrible so i'll probably wait till that comes out in dvd or uh on demand uh some movies that are opening this week ted uh you know, I don't, at first I was like, I don't know, Ted, I don't know. I mean, it does got Marky Mark in it, which I like him. Uh, and it does have Seth MacFarlane, which I'm a huge fan of all his stuff. Family Guy, American Dad. I like, I like his, I like his sense of humor. So, you know, and so the more and more I see these, these, these previews, the more and more I'm like, ah, maybe I should check this out. I don't know. So I, I, I may check that out. I don't know. I, have, I haven't quite decided yet. I, I'll probably check that out. Uh, Medea's Witness Protection. And I'm kind of sad to say that I've not seen any really of Tyler Perry's movies. Uh, I, I don't know why. I just, I, you know, it just, 
some of them just didn't really appeal to me. I never got on to the Medea bandwagon, so I, you know, I I didn't catch it, you know, 10 12 years ago when it first started and and I know and I've read some of his story and I guess he he was a really struggling actor and and he was he was struggling to to make it and he was doing a lot of Broadway and and, and brought, introduced his character Medea to uh, I guess on stage and it sort of really took off and really spurred it and it's a really great story um uh, from the gist of what I was getting that you know as as his struggles and he battled and he kept pushing and kept pushing and was writing plays and things like that. And as media came out and became a hit and he just rose and rose and kept fighting and fighting and fighting. And then, you know, before you know it, you get a, you know, 10 picture deal, a hundred million dollars from, um, Warner brothers or whoever else, whoever gave it to him, which was, which is awesome. It's a, it's a, it's a great story, really great story. So he's still riding that bandwagon. So, and there's some people that really love it. Uh, magic Mike, uh, it's the, uh, Stripper show, uh, I guess it's Channing Tatum's in there, and I think, uh, who else is in there? Um, what's the dude's name? Um, Matthew McConaughey, and the dude from, uh, um, True Blood, the werewolf guy. Uh, so apparently there's a lot of, there's a lot of body in there, a lot of dude body in there, and a few of my coworkers, the, the girls there, I'm like, I'm, we're gonna go see it. I'm like, okay, well, you guys enjoy that. Uh, I will not be checking that out, but, uh, apparently, uh from other people said that it was not as ridiculous and or as terrible as you may think so i don't know i'll i'll trust them i'll 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 take their word for it uh coming soon the amazing spider-man uh again i never got into spider-man i was kind of into batman but then they changed the characters around and a few you know so i kind of missed out on that as well i don't know who this new guy is um that they got playing spider-man they're playing a whole lot of advertisements on it they spent a lot of money trying to promote it so we will have to wait and see and again i will probably check this out on uh DVD. My sister will probably go, God, you haven't seen it yet? Because she's still mad at me that I haven't seen any of the Iron Man. So I have to get caught up on that. So, but again, I want to thank you all very much for taking the time to listen to the show. Uh, we will, I will probably, I will not be back next week. I will probably be, I will be out of town in Chicago. Uh, but I think my guy JD will hold down the fort for me. But again, I appreciate you all taking the time. Uh, we'll be back next week. Darnell Autry, Voice America, OTS. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry can be heard live every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Come back next week for another exciting show.